Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is Strawberry Rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol, this is the way. Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a space where the healing, liberation, and well-being of Black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by the Brown Girl Self-Care Waste Beads and Wine Self-Care session. On October 9th, we will be getting together virtually to not only tap into our culture, but tap into our creativity and body acceptance. Go ahead and get your tickets, sis. This is going to be a fun night. You can go to www.rebrand.ly forward slash wastebeads. That's www.rebrand.ly forward slash wastebeads. I'll see you there. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? It is Monday. Man, I know I say this every episode, but girl, is the year zooming by or is it just me? I swear it's going to be Christmas in like two days. What? What is happening? So, all right, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I, honestly, I'm shook because this time is just going by super, super fast. All right, I've gotten myself together. I've gotten over my initial shock. Let's go ahead and talk about tension. And I want to talk specifically about what my body was telling me 
based on where and how I was carrying tension in my body, right? I want to talk about that today. Now, I make no claims of being a doctor. I make no claims of being a therapist or anything like that or, uh, you know, someone that studies the body. But I can tell you what my body was telling me when it came to how I was carrying tension and why I was carrying tension. And this is important. This is this having this conversation is self-care because as you may or may not know, when we hold tension in our body, I mean basically it's it's stress. It's stress and we know that stress on a long-term uh scale or like chronic stress is never good for the body and black women like I know that we really carry stress in our bodies. We really carry stress in our bodies and we got to be careful. We got to be careful because that stress can manifest into other things. And I know of too many situations where we've been taken out way earlier in our times, earlier than, than our time, earlier than our time, much earlier than our time, because that stress just in in a lot of cases, turns into uh, disease if left unchecked, if left unaddressed. So while we're really getting into good self-care, excuse me, self-care habits, we do want to be mindful and make sure that we're checking in with ourselves and that we don't allow ourselves to just run on autopilot, even though our body is throwing us, sometimes gently, sometimes not so gently, these signs and red flags that, hey, something's not right. I'm going to need you to check on me. (laughs) At least that's what my body was saying. I'm going to need you to sit down and check on me. Okay, so that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to tell, I want to give you, uh, I believe I have five ways or five things that my body was telling me based on where this tension I was holding on to my body. Now, tension is, from what I understand of how the body works, tension is like a tightening up of the muscles, you know, a stiffening, like your body feels stiff, it feels achy, it's hard to move, bend, you know what I mean? And from from what I understand, a lot of us do have tension in our bodies. I know that I did. Let me tell you what tension was for me. It's like you always have your guard up. You always have your guard up. And I know for a fact that I tended to carry my body, and I'm going to talk about specific, like maybe four or five specific points. I would carry my body in such a way because things were not okay. Things were not okay. Things were not all good. Things were not happy, happy, joy, joy (laughs) at various points throughout my my existence my 46 years here on this this planet and so I had to have my guard up I had to have my guard up and when you have your guard up all the time like your body reacts to that it's like you want to protect yourself you want to protect yourself and we should not need to exist on a daily where we are constantly protecting ourselves right So this is most likely going to be a pretty quick episode. I'm going to try my best to um, not make this super long because y'all know how I'll be talking, right? 
So let me give you those five things. Oh, and by the way, this is, um, I'm having this conversation with you, girl, because the intention of the week was about just noticing where you're holding tension in your body. Just noticing where you're holding tension in your body. When we're not aware, when, or when we either won't allow ourselves to be aware, or we're really just not aware, because again, we're doing all the things. Our bodies will tighten up. And we'll feel it. We'll feel it. And that carrying around that tension, like I said, it's just not a good thing. We have to find ways to release that tension. For our health's sake. For our mental health's sake. For our physical health's sake. Excuse me, that's a tongue twister. We have to be aware and then find ways to release that stress, release that tension in our body. So, again, part of it is just noticing like, hey... Something doesn't feel right. Let me let me look into that. Let me pay attention. Let me let me try to decipher what my body like either what my my spirit is saying or what my, my what my body is saying. And again, I want to stress that if if this is extreme, I would highly recommend that you you speak with a therapist, you speak with a do- your doctor, like get don't be shy, get yourself checked out. Like if you've been dealing with this for a long time, it's extreme. It's like just out of control, get get it checked out, sis, with no delay. Okay, and just make sure that you're good, right? So, uh, let's see. So, I believe I have four or five different areas, and, and I want you to listen and let me know, like, let me know if you are kind of like the same. Because I know that we can carry tension throughout our entire body for the most part. But I do believe that there are certain areas where we like it's like the the struggle is really real. At least that's what it was for me. Like I would have this recurring like tension in specific areas of my body based on, you know, my experience, what I was going through. So let me go through this list. So um, let's see. The first thing that I would say where I know like if things are not OK, depending on what it is, if things are not OK or I'm just really just doing way too much. And or I'm just stressed out or stressing myself, stressing my body to the max. Um, I'll notice it in my like in my my forehead, like in my forehead and my eye area. Like I'll have like a tension headache or I'll, I'll, I'll experience eye strain or like that headache, like right between the eyes. And I realize, I mean, it's for probably a couple of reasons, but the biggest ones to me, like I notice I'll be carrying tension there, number one, if I'm not wearing my glasses. I'm just being real. If I'm not wearing my glasses. Or when I am really just trying to go hard, not taking a break, not drinking my water, just making my body unhappy, trying to think all the thoughts, not giving myself a break from work, not stepping away from the computer, doing hard things and just trying to do them quickly. Those are typically the times like when I ignore it, especially the eye strain and the dehydration. I'll feel it in my head and in my eyes, like without fail, without fail. So that's number one. Number two, another area where I carry, I I tend to like carry my like tension or stress 
is um, in my mouth and in my jaw. In my mouth and in my jaw. Like when I'm mad, angry, um, I definitely will clench my jaw. I sometimes, especially like back in the day, I would clench my jaw in my sleep. I would grind my teeth. Grind my teeth. Especially in my sleep. And I feel like I would do that because, number one, obviously, again, upset, angry about something, like super big mad about something. And usually it would be like things that I couldn't get off my chest. Things I was like holding on to. Like conversations that need to be had, but I would just internalize it. And it would just manifest in like this tight jaw. Um... And the, and the teeth grinding. And I'll tell you, like, when my daughter was young, like, speaking of hard conversations and being angry, like, I did not like the father of my daughter. I just did not. And when I was younger also, like, I, I wasn't able to speak to my family in a way that children should be allowed to speak to their family. So there was a lot of things left unsaid in both situations. Now me and, and my daughter's father are that that was that's like water under the bridge. I have to make sure I say that. But I'm telling you man, them first few years was rough. And I would just hold stuff in and I would notice like man, my mouth I just feel so tight. Like my jaws feel tight. Like it just, everything just felt tight in my face. And that's where I was carrying the tension. So it might be the same for you. If you find that you have things that need to be said, but you hold, you, you bite your tongue a lot. You don't speak up for yourself. And I'm not saying that in an, in an, in an accusing way. I'm saying like that, that privilege, that right to speak up for yourself, like it was taken away from you for one reason or another you were never allowed to speak up for yourself you were never allowed to um you know say how you felt you might have noticed that too so that was number two for me so we've talked about the face basically the eyes the head um the mouth the jaw um the third place that i would say is uh, definitely my shoulders and neck area. Like, and let's just say the shoulder, neck, kind of upper back area for me. Always with my shoulders up, like always tension in like the neck, the, the, the upper back and the shoulders, like always, always. And that's because I just, I was not secure in myself. I was not secure in myself and so I would I would tend to like kind of like draw up or shrink up. I didn't want to take up too much. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. 
the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP Verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Space. I'm not feeling very secure. Like when you when you're not feeling secure in the space, the environment you're in, or you're feeling insecure within yourself, you know, you go on guard, right? You you want to protect yourself. You don't want to open up. You want to go into like protection mode because you're not you're it it's uncertain. So you kind of withdraw, you go within. And that is what I do. I still sometimes do that. And so I I have to be very mindful, like every day, (laughs) just to check in with my body and make sure like I'm sitting up straight. My shoulders are down. They're relaxed. They're not like touching my ears, you know, moving my neck from side to side, gently um, stretching and like, you know, um, how can I say like lifting your shoulders up and down and around in circles and forwards and backwards, like doing those kinds of things so that I can loosen up. Because when I tell you I was tightly wound, I'm talking wound up like, uh, I don't even know, just tightly wound, super tightly wound. So that was number three. I'm curious, do any of these sound familiar to you? I know it can't just be me. I know it can't just be me. I would love to hear your feedback. You can send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. So that was number three. Um, mm, Number four, I would say like in my, my arms and like hands, in my arms and hands, I would have that tension. And this would come from a lot of times like me. <laughs> this is my truth, okay? Don't judge me. Like when I, if and when I was feeling like tension, like in my arms, 
and um, hands or wrists or things like that, or like my lower arms and hands and wrists, it would be because like when I was driving, like I had road rage. Like I'm telling you, like before I really got serious about my self-care, I know that it kind of sounds funny maybe, but I just did not have the coping tools and tips and techniques that I have learned over the last however many years and I'm still learning today I didn't have the coping skills I didn't know how to be resilient so it's not like I had road rage like I was gonna get out and whoop that trick (laughs) that wasn't gonna happen okay I'm not trying to get my butt whooped but man I would just let people stress me out because people are idiots. I'm sorry, not sorry, but they are. I live in California and people are running red lights. Like the light is red. They are blowing through the light like five seconds later. Um, So that is stressful and you're gripping that steering wheel and talking back to them even though they have long gone um, and fussing with people, you know. Uh, People cut you off in California all day, every day. People will drive for some reason. Let's say you're on the street and you're going 45 and they're to the right of you and they're going 32 and they just get over in front of you. Like, really? Really? This what we doing? So I had to take a breath just even thinking about that. Some of this stuff like, whew. I'm telling you, California driving ain't for punks. And I know that it's bad in other areas, too, from what I've heard. But California driving just and the traffic, the traffic, like imagine, like I remember I worked for this job. I've talked about this before and I lived maybe, let's say, let's say 20 miles from my job problem was that my job was in downtown LA and my daughter's babysitter was um you know five five to ten miles in the opposite direction so if I had to be to work at eight o'clock and I I leave for example you would think if you have to be to work at eight o'clock and you leave your house at seven o'clock or 645 or 630 uh, that you're going to be on time. And a lot of times you are. It just depends. But then there's sometimes when there's just this ridiculous traffic and people are doing dumb stuff on the road, you know, that you're late. But if you're in a position where being late is like, you know, and the ultimate no-no. And of course, you know, no job wants their employee to be late. I own that. I own that. But talk about stress and clenching the steering wheel, right? And fussing at people, right? Like, this was my life. So by the time you get to where you're going to get, like, you're just, like, you've done a full body workout. Like, talk about defensive driving, (laughs) right? That's what it was. I'm so thankful that... uh, I I I have I no longer I have that privilege of not having to do that anymore at least not for now. I don't ever want to go back to that kind of life. I want to have a life that is simpler, more relaxed, 
and doing something that I love where I don't have to go and sit in two-hour traffic to go 20 miles. That is not the kind of life that I ever want to live again. I just don't need that kind of stress in my life. It took me a long time to get to this point. And the last area that I would talk about is the stomach. Like not really fully relaxing my stomach area, but just being very tightly wound and lots of tension and stress in that area because I feel my body was saying that I was always nervous. I was always like everything made me nervous. Everything made me nervous. Like, was I going to get yelled at? Was I going to get in trouble? Was I going to make someone mad? Was someone going to be mad at me? Or was I going to do the wrong thing, make a mistake? Or um, not necessarily be, like, not be perfect in a certain situation? Like, any and everything would, like, stress me out and make me nervous. And I would carry that tension in my stomach, like never again fully being able to relax my belly. Because again, when you have your guard up, like when you're, you become accustomed to people reacting to you in a certain way, or when you become accustomed to being taught or shown that you are not acceptable for one reason or another, you are on guard, you're on alert you cannot relax. And a lot of times when you're nervous, like where is the first place that you feel it? You feel it in your stomach. And so again, that is where I would carry tons of stress. And I told you uh, on a previous podcast episode that if I didn't figure out a way to get my stress under control, I was going to be dealing with ulcers. Can you imagine a uh, someone in their late 20s or possibly early 30s being diagnosed with ulcers and I just I I knew like this was just that could not be my life it could not be my life like I refused for that to be my life and so I had to make some changes but I realized I was carrying around a lot of stuff a lot of anger a lot of fear a lot of stress anxiety Just carrying around so much. Carrying around just so much. Carrying it and holding it in. Holding in a lot of stuff. Stuff that had no business staying in my body. If we can't find ways to release, it sits there and it festers. If we don't find ways to relax into certain moments and and be more resilient it festers and by resilient I don't mean like um, everything is just going to go your way resilient meaning even even if and in spite of things not necessarily going your your way or not going as planned you are still okay and you're not allowing your situation to dictate how you necessarily respond. Or when you do respond a certain way, you respond and you're able to to move on. Like if there's an emotion that needs to be felt, you feel it. But you're able to, you know, move on 
and not let it fester. If there's a conversation that needs to be had, you're able to speak up instead of just like trying to bury it down. So that's what my tension does. Like it, that's how my body speaks to me and why it's speaking to me. I had a lot of work to do. I had a lot of work to do. You may find that you have certain areas in your body where you're holding on to tension too. And so you have your work to do. You have, you have to figure out why you are going into like tightly wound protective mode and work through that. And this isn't like a one day kind of one and done situation. Sometimes we have years upon years upon years of, of just that ingrained, like, I guess, energy in our bodies. And we haven't released in years. And we just don't realize how we are carrying this tension in our bodies and how it is manifesting in our lives with a high blood pressure or the bubble guts or the headaches, right? We we're not we're we're not aware. And again, I truly believe it's because we are expected to just, you know, do everything without paying any attention to how it makes us feel, without paying any attention to what we need. We have to make sure we're not hurting people's feelings. We have to be mindful of people and how they feel. We got to make sure that we give everybody what they need. We have to make sure that we meet everyone's expectations and requirements as a mom, as a woman, as a black person, as a black woman, as an employee, as a daughter, as a friend. We have all these expectations put upon us thanks to society and the way we are conditioned to be. And so instead of us feeling empowered in a lot of cases to show up for ourselves the best way in in our best like our real best way not in the pretend best way but in our real best way and own that power that we have we've been taught to you know that it's not acceptable like everything about us is not acceptable and that makes us put our guard up even more because there's only so many times that you will no longer be affected by the word that people say or how we're treated or when people put their expectations upon us. And so we kind of go into our shell and we withdraw a little bit and we pretend a little more and we lose ourselves. And all of that shows up in our bodies. So this week's intention was just to be aware of where your tension is and, and, and think about what that means for you. Does it mean you need to drink a little more water or a lot more water? Does it mean that you need to be, be still more? Do some more breathing? Have a conversation? Speak up in some way? Um, 
learn how to manage your emotions, address certain issues? Like, what is that tension saying? What is that tension saying? So that's actually it for this week's episode. I wanted to share that with you, again, based on the intention that we have for this week. If you are not on the mailing list and you want to get the intentions of the week, uh, I would say go to browngirlselfcare.com. Again, browngirlselfcare.com. And scroll to the bottom and you can sign up for the newsletter right there. It goes out at least once a week. Also, if you've been enjoying the Brown Girl Self-Care podcast, can you do me a favor? It's very simple. If you can just go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review and also share this episode out with other black women, that would be dope because when you do that, this podcast will get into the feed of other amazing black women like you and like me. And then also, sis, don't forget that on October 9th, we are getting together for our Waste Beads and Wine self-care event. This is going to be a virtual event. You can get your ticket at a reduced price right now if you go to www.rebrand.ly forward slash wastebeads. That's www.rebrand.ly forward slash wastebeads. And I will put that in the show notes as well. And with that said, that's it for this week's episode. I do hope you have a blessed week. I do hope you find ways to do less because when you do less, you end up prioritizing yourself more. And as always, pray, breathe, and remember all is well. I'll see you next Monday.